Newcastle Fans TV. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Greenwood and Milner Show here on Newcastle Fans TV. Today, Sam and I are doing a Greenwood and Milner Show special. We are going to be debating and trying to agree, which arguing. is impossible. Arguing, arguing. we're going to be arguing. Ag- disagreeing, agreeing, everything in regards to Newcastle United's greatest Premier League eleven. Now, me and Sam have watched Newcastle United for a number of years, and the Premier League's been going just over some, 30, some more than the other. Years. Yes, exactly. Sam obviously just showing his age off of there a little bit. So he's obviously watched a few more years of Newcastle. So he does have a little bit more of an advantage in regards to this. But we've both created our own eleven, and then we're going to debate and see if we can agree on a eleven, the greatest Premier League eleven that Newcastle United have produced. Sam. This is going to be interesting because there will be disagreements for sure. Yeah, there'll be there'll be utter fume in the comments as well. I'm going to guess at some point you'll all have your own opinions, so get them in in the uh, the comments and whatnot. Um, I think we're going to agree on some because I know how you think. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big time. So I think we'll agree on some. Um, but yeah, there's definitely some um, some debate to be had. Yes, it certainly is. Uh, we have obviously an eleven each. We've both written an eleven down, but we'll go one by one. We'll start with the goalkeeper. I think we'll, how we should do this, Sam. Is we both we'll both say who we've got, and then we'll see if there is any disagreements. We'll argue the case for one or the other and then we will mention a couple of honourable mentions in that position there'll be some that might be yeah. more than another honourable mentions as we were discussing off air but we will start with the goalkeeper Sam I'll let you hang start. on hang on housekeeping rules first we've both gone four four two. yes and it's Newcastle players from the Premier League era and I think sort of how they played for Newcastle at that time because a, a classic example would be if it was just their general ability, you could argue Sol Campbell, for instance, would make it into an ultimate Premier League eleven, or John Barnes. But they were both pretty rubbish. Well, John Barnes was actually joint top scorer. But anyway, I digress. Um, Sol Campbell was rubbish when he played for Newcastle, so he wouldn't make it unless Johnny just had an absolute mare. So, yeah. Um, yeah, them's the rules. There was arguments for particular formations, but four four two is just... The traditional Classic. formation that we've gone Classic. with. If you want to go four two three one four three 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 at the back potentially and play three four three because you want more forward players, that is absolutely fine. If you if you're watching this on YouTube, get in the comments and have your elevens. We're not going to disagree with the formation, but me and Sam are just personally. Well, I know you will anyway, but me and, me and Sam personally are just going for four four two just on this occasion. But let's start with the goalkeeper, uh, Sam. I'm not going to say this is an easy one because I think there's been some fantastic goalkeepers that have played for Newcastle United, but I think this is generally an easy decision in regards to who will be in the sticks, who will be in the net, who will be the keeper for this all-time eleven. Who have you gone with? I've gone for Mr Shea Given. I agree. I agree. And I'm not saying this is an easy one, but in terms of what Shea Given did for Newcastle United, comparing it to other goalkeepers... I'm not going to say it was an easy decision, as I've mentioned, but the amount of points that Shea Given helped Newcastle United get while I was at Newcastle is incredible. Third in the uh, all-time appearance holder in in Newcastle. So there's obviously a lot to say positively about Shea Given, Sam. 
Yeah, the whole stat that you just mentioned there about third in the all-time Newcastle appearance list, that bugs me because he should be number one. I can understand his reasons for going at the time, whether he actually wanted to leave or not, but he should another season and he would be top of that list, wouldn't he? And and, and yes, OK, he got a medal for, for winning the league with City, but he obviously lost his place to Joe Hart in the end. Um, and then he sort of meandered around kind of crappy Midlands teams for a while, didn't he? Villa and Stoke and stuff. And that he, I think that was I think that was beneath him, to be honest. Um so yeah, that that kind of irritates me because um an amazing shot stopper, Paul off some absolute world is for, for Newcastle and and Republic of Ireland. Um yeah, quality, quality goalkeeper and I knew this was one that we'd agree on. Yeah, I, I, I think we have to mention maybe a couple of saves that stand out. That the first couple of saves that stand out for me is the save against Sunderland from Kevin Phillips, that curling effort, and it was an unbelievable save. I think it was voted save of the season. That's how good of a save it was. That yeah, that Kevin Phillips curling effort just outside the box and the athleticism to get his fingertips over mm. the crossbar for that for that shot is an absolute fantastic save. There's one at Portsmouth that I remember it was just. I think I believe it was a header straight at him and he just managed to claw it over the crossbar. I can think of one at St. James's off the top of my head against Arsenal. Um loads. Think, and like um it's loads. The the FA Cup run under Sunas, um, where like we beat Chelsea one at home, we beat Spurs one at home. He kept us in them games. My God, he kept us in them games. He was unreal. The Spurs game made a double save. Approached mm. two unbelievable uh, saves in a row, and the, the whole of the St James's Park stood up and applauded Shay Given. But captain material, a winner. I just, I just, and you, you got to remember in terms of Newcastle and the, the Premier League, Shay Given was the goalkeeper for probably Newcastle's, some would argue, best period in terms of four or five years. I know obviously Keegan and the entertainers had their two years, maybe three years to an extent, but the long, in terms of the longest period of Sir Bobby. You know, Shagan was the goalkeeper for such a long time. Um, we both agree on Shagan. Before we move on to the defence, honourable mentions, I have to mention Steve Hart. I think it's Steve Hart played half the seasons that it, when him and Shagan were battling it out, I think there's a definite discussion for Steve Harper to be involved in the conversation. But a great goalkeeper in his own mind. Tim Krull, of course, did very, Tim very well. Tim Krull would be who I have on the bench, possibly. I mean, you can make an argument for Nick, but you could probably make an argument for... All the goalkeepers we've had in the Premier League at some point, even Big Shaka and uh, Pav, are like the ones we've had more recently, um, like Pope, Dubravka, Krull, Elliot had an absolute some had some absolute world is Darlow when called upon. Remember in that the year we went down when we had a load of injuries and he saved that penalty against Palace. Um, we've been quite fortunate actually with with some real top quality goalkeepers, but. I always had a soft spot for Tim Krull, so he'd probably get on the bench just ahead of Nick Pope for me. It's it's, it's an it's a really really interesting topic, really, because Nick Pope has been absolutely incredible. Um, just a spoiler: I've not included any current first team players of this season, and there's a reason for that. And well, what's the of, reason then? Because you're going to be wrong with a few, then, aren't you? I could potentially be wrong. I just think. In terms of the influx of players that we have, and we we all know they're brilliant, or the majority have been absolutely brilliant, but they've only been here for just just over a year. Now, I feel like they have been brilliant. I just think from an all-time, you need to have a bit of longevity. You know, not, not saying loads and loads of years, 
because obviously people will potentially mention Les Ferdinand, who's only at Newcastle for two years. So I just think there's a cut-off point potentially of how long you've got to be at a particular club. But look, I'm not going to argue against potentially some of the players that you might put in your starting eleven, Simon. People that will comment and you know tell us on the podcast as well, if they email us as well to say that this is my eleven. So it will be interesting to see what happens. But let's move on to the to the defence, and we're going to start with probably the biggest one of the biggest sticking points, and that is left back. Uh, I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you, Sam. This was the last position I had filled because I could not think. Not. Not. I could not think. I just think there hasn't. There isn't many candidates for this position. I could only think of really two potentially, or you could potentially have to be a little bit potentially like a more of a versatile uh, defender. Yeah, um, and that's the point there that um, that gave me my epiphany, which is why I have gone for Mr. Aaron Hughes. And you're Solid. thinking now, I think you're now kicking yourself thinking, oh, I wish I'd gone for that because that is genius. I, I, I don't disagree with why you've put him in there. I think he was a solid, solid defender for Newcastle. Everyone will talk about that defence for Newcastle being the weak point in that couple of years when Sir Bobby had everything going well for Newcastle in terms of Shearer, Bellamy, Robert, whoever, you know, doing well for Newcastle. But the defence, obviously, a lot of people go, oh, if we just had a better defence, we could have potentially won the league or we could have won a trophy like an FA Cup or something like that. And I think that's probably being a little bit harsh to the likes of Aaron Hughes because he was he was solid. But I don't disagree with that, um, potentially. I think it's there's an argument for it. For me, I've gone for someone that I think is better in this position. Mm-hmm. It was more of an out-and-out left-back. And was at Newcastle for, I believe, just under four seasons. And I've gone for Jose Enrique. I think he was solid. I think defensively he improved dramatically while at Newcastle. I remember this last season at Newcastle, I thought he was absolutely superb. I think the the, the relationship that he had with... Uh, oh, hang on, you're just going to show ultimate bias towards ones you've interviewed. No, it's it's certainly it's certainly not. I, my other, my, I didn't even have Aaron Hughes as as potential as I, I was kind of thinking more about him as maybe a right back or centre half, but left back wasn't really kind of what I was thinking of with Aaron Hughes. I was thinking more John Beresford potentially mm. because obviously he he played he played for Newcastle for a number of years and could argue maybe deserves it more. But on balance, I think he's asking for someone that can do a great job going forward. And Enrique, I thought was good at that at times for Newcastle. But I think defensively, I think he was a little bit stronger than Beresford, in my opinion. But I think it's a really, really difficult one because I think there's not many candidates for that position. And I don't think they've been blessed in that position, really. I don't think you'll be welcome back in the Mason's arms. No, I, I, well, yeah, well, that's because Ollie was, Ollie was, Ollie was very, very good. And I'm not, I'm not saying that at all. I just think... It's just annoying because if, if Enrique wasn't such an idiot on Twitter at times and wasn't became like a Liverpool fanboy, then I think there'd be a little bit more respect for Enrique at Newcastle for what he did at Newcastle. But I still he, think on, on he, probably Yeah, back. yeah. He was one of these players that benefited from the drop down to the championship, I think. Because I think like 100%. um his first season and like a bit was just pretty terrible and average. Um, but yeah, that season in the championship, along with your likes of Colacini and whatnot, they benefited massively from that, and they came back to the Premier League better players. Um, I can see why you, you you picked Jose, but Aaron Hughes for me, 
Mr. Consistent would up his level when we played someone good and he would just go under the radar and do just a fantastic job. Um, anywhere along that back line. Had a, had a fantastic career. We should never have sold him when we did. Never. Um, Six million quid as well, by the way. Yeah. That's, that's um, yeah, filth. But, yeah, quality, quality. And, uh, I mean, can you think of a mistake Aaron Hughes has ever made off the top of your head? Exactly. Continue to play for Newcastle in the early 20 years ago. It's hard to go. He definitely made a mistake there. And that's like all over television. And you can go, oh, yes, it was definitely that game against who, against this potential striker or attacking midfielder. But, uh, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm not... I'm not against the Aaron Hughes call. I think I think John Barris would probably deserves it more than Aaron Hughes, if I'm being honest. No. But well Speaking of, of, of errors that happened like over twenty years ago that come off the top of your head when Beresford was hooked off in the first half against Villa. But that wasn't a mistake. For, that wasn't for, a mistake. He just told Kevin Keegan to do one not very politely. Exactly. Is that the attitude you want in your first team? What your ultimate team? Winning well, mentality. it wasn't a winning mentality. Well, we won after he went off. Uh, it's a it's a difficult one. It's a difficult. I, I don't mind letting you have Aaron Hughes on this one. I really don't. I just think it's just. I don't think there's there's much in it between any of them. Really, I think they're all good in different ways. I don't think there's. Mm. You can't say oh, Enrique was much better for this reason or Beres. I uh, I always quite like Sam Tom to be honest. As well. I was going to mention him, but I just think he had no left foot. For a left back, yeah, a bit of yeah, an issue. He no but he always played left back. I know because yeah, he just always cutting on his right, and then midfield yeah, like or defenders have worked him out. Mm. Yeah, I still quite liked him though. Right, what we've got? Do you, shall we let you have Aaron Hughes? Because I think if you want, you're trying, you're trying to make, make this a bit, you're putting a bigger case towards it, and I'm not that not bothered. I don't bother the wrong word, but. I'm not too disgruntled. Well, we've we've, we've got our we've got our own individual ones, haven't we? So, yeah, exactly. uh, yeah. I've got Aaron Hughes. Okay, two centre halves. I just want you to give me both your centre halves off the bat. Oh, okay. Why, and then I'll see if I've got any that are the same, and then we can definitely put that potential person in. But who are your two centre halves, Samuel? Right, Jonathan Woodgate. Pretty right. pretty self-explanatory. And the other one I thought long and hard about um, because one of the candidates was a current player. One of the candidates was a player that's not long left and one of the candidates is like classic entertainers and whatnot. Um, do you know what? So I'd like, I, hadn't, I hadn't come into... There was a few areas that... I'd kind of left blank and kind of just went into this and like going to decide last minute because Albert's obviously the legendary one, but I think people get sometimes get a bit misty eyed when it comes to Albert. He wasn't, he wasn't the best at defending, was he? Um, I think an, on, I haven't picked him, but I think an honorable mention would be Sylvan Distan because we should have signed him on, on permanent instead of just having him on loan. Um, I always loved Florian Lejeune, as you well know. I think he was incredibly underrated. But then I just keep back to coming back to to Sven Botman, and I know he's only been here 
less than a season, but what he's brought so far and the potential he has, I just can't think of anyone better. And people might say Colaccini, and this is I, I, I don't like Colaccini. Why? He had a couple of good seasons in the middle, but the start of his Newcastle career was horrendous. The end was absolutely pathetic. Um, I'm just not a fan. So, I agree I'm, on I agree on one of your defenders. I don't mm-hmm. agree on the other. Um, not for the reason that you've given, though. <laughs> I agree with Jonathan Woodgate. He is definitely in this Newcastle eleven. I always remember my dad saying. If you had 40 games in a, in a full season with, with cup games included with Titus Bramble or 10 games with Jonathan Woodgate, you would have 10 games with Jonathan Woodgate because he was yeah. that important for Newcastle United. And I know Mark will be Mark from, from the channel will be very, very happy to see his favourite ever player in general <laughs> in this 11, but I don't think there was ever a thing really. With him as well, like obviously injuries were a massive part of his career, unfortunately. Had he remained fit, like at the time, he was a, he was ahead of John Terry in the England pecking order. You know, he got the move to Real Madrid. It's just a shame. Like we we did see the best of him, but obviously very very rarely. Like some games he played for us was just he was an absolute behemoth. Um, yeah, you can't you can't turn down the chance to go to Real Madrid for me. That's no, of course not. Will. And mm. I know there might be that conversation with Bruno Guimaraes, <laughs> Bruno Guimaraes potentially in the next twelve months or so, but. I think when Real Madrid come calling, it is very, very difficult to say no to Real Madrid. So you it's, it's almost impossible to turn that, in my opinion. But we will see in, potentially with that. But I agree with Woodgate. I actually went with Colaccini. I, I understand your reason for the start and the beginning. However, there was a good spell, Premier League-wise, from 2011 to the middle of 2014, potentially, I thought the last year, maybe a year and a half, he, st- he outstayed his welcome. I think he obviously wanted to move, he wanted to get away. Didn't stop him reason. signing a new contract though, did it? Uh, well, from what you read, I think that was the club more than anything wanted to do that deal because he didn't want to spend on a new centre-half at the time. But that reasons, we, can, we could probably do a whole podcast on that. But I think personally, from 2011 to 2014-ish, I think Colchini on the whole was very, very steady. I think that first two seasons in particular, 11, 12, 12, 13, you know, there's not a, there was, there's a, people forget that he was centre half, he was in that centre half, uh, that team of the season in 11, 12, and he was ridiculed yeah. for that first season. Him and Vincent Company were that two at the back, and you couldn't argue that he was so, so solid. And you've got to remember who he had next to him. He had Mike Williamson with the greatest of respect. Stephen Taylor as well. Stephen, yeah, I, I'm just saying for the majority of that particular spell, Stephen Taylor, you know, so unfortunate with injuries and he was an honourable mention as well but I think Colaccini for me was just a little bit more solid Do you remember in that season when we beat Liverpool with Mike Williamson and James Perch centre-backs? Yeah but that was the spirit of that team really because it didn't really matter who we were up against you, you were kind of like oh James Perch spent centre-half I asked fine. you know mm. Perch did a great job Mike, Mike, Mike Williamson had good games for Newcastle but yeah, when he made when he made mistakes, he made mistakes, and they were big mistakes. That was the problem with with, with him potentially. But I, I I think that for me, Colaccini just about to say, I don't I don't disagree with what you meant with what you're saying about Botman, but and Botman will be potentially in this defence with Woodgate in the future. Yeah, but yeah, he's only, but... Been, he's only been in Newcastle seven months. 
Yeah, that's why I will yield. If we did this in a few more years' time, then I don't think... And Bartman continues on his current trajectory. I don't think there'll be any argument towards Bartman. Oh, 100%. 100%. I think if Sven Bartman spends five years at Newcastle, and Newcastle play European football consistently, or they play in big, big finals, which they already have done, um, against the ones we played against Manchester United just recently, then I think, yes, that is something that for sure we will... Both just go, it'll be Botman and Woodgate or Botman and another centre half that's done well for Newcastle, hopefully. But mm. I think I think for me it has to be Collegine just. But Albert, I know defence he wasn't the greatest, but he had some moments. Yeah. Um, he did, he did. Um yeah. I mean Share maybe deserves a mention, Sam. Possibly. Possibly. Um I think there are more honourable mentions with him, like with the ones I mentioned before with Albert in particular. Stephen Taylor, a diss stand for that one season. He was brilliant and we should have signed him because he went on and had a fantastic career in the Premier League. Um, and Lejeune, I thought he was so underrated as a centre-back. Too injury-prone, Sam. We've, we've picked Woodgate. Yeah, but in terms of... I understand that, but we've still got probably more games out of Jonathan Woodgate in the same amount of time than we did with Florian Lejeune. No, we didn't. I think we did. I think we did. How many games did Lejeune play for Newcastle? I bet it's more than Woodgate. I'd be very surprised. I don't know the stats off by off, off my Lejeune head. would have played more games for Newcastle United than Jonathan Wood- Woodgate. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it now. Well, Woodgate. How long was Woodgate with Newcastle? Woodgate joined. Not long. You know, he was only actually might be right mainly because of the longevity side of things. There's, 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 Woodgate, there's no might Woodgate, about it. Wood, Woodgate arrived in the middle of the 2002 3 season and left at the end of the 2003 4 season. So he might be right on this one actually because if he's only at Newcastle for a year and a half. So Woodgate made 28 appearances for Newcastle. That is ridiculous. <laughs> to put that into context, he made 17 appearances for Stoke City. Wow. Is... How many appearances did Lejeune make? Like 50? Uh... I don't think Lejeune made 50, it'd be fair. Like, I'm just saying that for Tom Heck. Because he arrived in the of 2017-18 under Rafa, and he left in the middle of the... Uh, he left at the end of that season where Bruce... After the first season of Bruce. So he was only at Newcastle for three years. Florian Lejeune made 42 appearances. Wow. So there's not much in it, really. But I get your point. But um, yeah, so uh, um, that is joint level highest with his um, <laughs> from all the clubs he's played for. Wow, 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 wow! Um, <laughs> so we've gone with Colaccini and Jonathan Woodgate as the two centre halves, but hopefully that might that might change in a couple of years' time, especially if, if Newcastle certainly lets Sam Botman. Do whatever he wants because he certainly started off fantastically well. Um, right back. Now, I haven't gone for an out and out right back for my right back. You've um, put Jake. You've put Jacob Murphy there. You'd be shocked, but no, no, I haven't. Um, the right back I've gone for is because I couldn't get him into my midfield. Oh no! Come on, what have you done? I've gone for Nobby Solano. At right back. I, I, Sam, I couldn't get him in midfield, and you, you, you'll, you'll see my midfield, and you'll you'll see why. But oh my God. I, it would have been Kieran Trippier in time. 
Well, mine is because I've I've already put that on the screen. Yeah, I've said so. Me and Sam off 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 um, off camera basically said I'm gonna. It says I've got one current player in my start, like in my starting eleven that I've definitely got in, and I say I'll write it down. Even yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I, I've got no disagreements with Kieran Trippier being right back in Newcastle. When I look at the fact that he was he's there the same amount of time as as Woodgate's been at Newcastle, then fair enough, maybe there's because he has been at Newcastle for nearly eighteen months. So there is an argument for that potentially. Um, I cannot believe you've put Nobby right back. That is absolutely I ha- ridiculous. I, I, there's a few honourable mentions for right back. As Newcastle actually have had a lot of okay, half decent right backs. Right before before Trippier, um, my honourable mentions. I'm I'm going to give Danny Simpson an honourable mention because yes, and the, my reason being, I thought I thought the one thing that really let him down was his crossing ability, but defensively from a right back, extremely solid, extremely yeah. solid. He's not what you what you have now as a right back with your Trent Alexander Arnold, your Reece James of the world. And you, you know, you Kyle Walker. He's he's not that sort of right back, but what he is, he's a he's a seven out of ten every week. And I think defensively, very very well. I think criminally underrated defensively. I yeah, I thought him. he was better than Debussy, To be honest, I thought Debussy was so yeah. overrated. I think I, I liked I liked Debussy for the the season, the full season that he was there. I think the first half of the season, I thought he struggled, but then again, he obviously trying to. Uh, you're trying to obviously get to adjust to the Premier League life, and of course, you know we lost his best mate Kabai, who went to Arsenal not too much longer. However, yes, um, went to Arsenal. Sorry, yes, yes, apologies, yes, um, yeah, I get what you mean. Sorry, um, I, I, I think, I think Yanma attacking wise was brilliant. Defensively, was all over the place. <laughs> That's not an honourable mention. It's not. An, it's not an honourable mention. It was just. It was just. A, it was just a. Can we mention right Warren back. Barton, who is an honourable mention? Yes. And Steve yes. Watson. Yes, I didn't. I, I, it's. 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 It's strange because when you talk about those type of players and you look at some of the players that we do have, when you mention like say a Matt, for example, it's just. It's the comparison is just massive. Mm. However. Yeah, Warren Barton deserves an honourable mention. I just, for me, I had to get Nobby in. I had to get Nobby in. I just, I had to. And now I just couldn't get him into my midfield. But I had to get him in. And I, I think I'm doing him a bit of a disservice by putting him at right back. But fantastic player for Newcastle. A great save for Newcastle. And, you know, we, we've spoken to a lot of people, Sam, and we always we ask the question if, if it's not Shearer who your favourite player is, who is? And how many times? I'm saying 95% of the time it's Nobby Solano. Yeah. Um, my reasoning for Trippier before we move on to the midfield is because he's the best right back Newcastle have had in the Premier League era. Uh, it's hard to disagree. It is hard <laughs> to disagree. It's hard, but I, 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 I just. I don't it just know. is. I, I, he is. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie, you know, it seems a long time ago now that we were arguing over Kraft and Mancure on a regular mm. basis and you throw DeAndre Yedlin into the mix as well. Um, but I, I, I'm happy to to let you have Trippier on this one. I will not even let you have I'm, I am happy to have Trippier on as the right back. I just, I hope that we get to see another two years of him this good. 
at Newcastle United. And I think we can. Yeah. I don't think we can get more than two years more out of him, but we will see. You never know. Players are playing a lot longer in the Premier League because they're looking after their bodies and not going out drinking every every week. They know they want to play in the Premier League for as long as possible. But I, I, I do think that Kieran Tripp has been absolutely outstanding. I think he, you know, he's he's very he's rarely put a foot wrong at Newcastle uh, since he's arrived. And he, in terms of leadership, he's been exceptional in terms of what he brings to Newcastle. In terms of a little bit of the athletic and matured shithousery with him as well. I just think yeah. he's just helped Newcastle in in so many different ways. So. I'm very happy to put Kieran Trippier right back. Um, last one on right back, uh, honourable mention James Perch, but for another reason. Um, <laughs> James Perch was the first player in Premier League history to pick up a yellow card in his first five Premier League games, thus yeah. receiving a suspension. And um, I think it was against Stoke when he got his fourth or his fifth um, yellow card. Uh, the camera zoomed in onto, onto him, and he can just lip read him. Go, oh not again! Which yeah. just was just funny. But um, yeah, midfield oh, scored, a, scored a scored at Old Trafford, did James Pitch? He did. Boxing day, wasn't it? On Boxing day, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you, mm-hmm. you remember who scored the other two goals that day? Newcastle. Cisse. Yeah. I was working this day as well, you know. Ooh, yeah. So I, I, I didn't watch the game because I was at, I, I had soccer Saturday on at work. Who got the other one? Was it someone niche? Come on, have a think. I can't remember. We'll be here all day. <laughs> well, I got it right then, didn't I? <laughs> Just playing with you. Right, right, midfield. We'll start with the left. Left of midfield. I'll let you go first and tell me who you, your left-hand side of the field is. Right. You need to change Botman to Colacini, by the way, on this team. Or is this just your team? This is mine. Yeah, this is okay. mine. Um, because look, if you look there, share this tab instead. Oh, there's, your, there's yours. So wind on, your then. neck. So wind your neck in. Um, <laughs> so I struggled with this one as well. I didn't. Did you not? Do you go first then and tell me why you didn't struggle? Because there's a little French magician called Laurent Robert. Well, there's, we've had a few French magicians. We have, but I, I think Robert was absolutely incredible at Newcastle. Genoa, incredible for Newcastle. And I, the reason I've gone for Robert, I just have seen more of Robert. And for me, a wand of a left foot. He, he had moments in him. He had moments in him, and, and that helped Newcastle massively. He was, he was almost a relative unknown before he came to Newcastle. And by the time he left, we didn't really replace him for a, a good period of time. I thought he was instrumental to attack to Newcastle. He was defensively didn't want to defend too much, but sometimes you just have to let certain players defend, uh, let showcase how good they are going forward. And his free kicks against Manchester United, another one at St. James's Park, the goals against Spurs. He was just a constant, constant threat. And I don't think fullbacks enjoy playing against them. And and I, I just think Lauren Baird just got guessing nod, but Genoa, 100% an honourable mention. Mm. Okay. Food for thought. So I came back and forth because, like, wing, like when you're on the wing, you can kind of, you know, go either and thither. And so I thought I toyed with the idea of putting Kieran Dyer there, toyed with the idea of putting Ben Arthur there. 
Robert obviously, of course, he enters your calculations. Um, Ginla, of course, enters your calculations. Um, this is another one where I hadn't fully made my mind up coming into this. Um, so I'm going to go for Diego Gavilan. No, I'm not. Um, it's 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 a tricky one. I can't fault your reasoning with Robert. Um, I think we've had better players than him, though. Come on, stop sitting on the fence. Who are you picking? Do you know what? I might go Ben Arthur. Ben Arthur is one of the best players, if not the best player I've seen in a Newcastle shirt, just on general ability. And I know I'm not playing him in his favourite favoured position, but that's why I've got Aaron Hughes left back, solid. <laughs> you know, so I've thought about this again on his day. He could do absolutely anything, anything. And I always thought if we managed to keep up, well, I remember when he signed. And he signed like didn't he sign like a four and a half year deal or whatever yeah. when we he made his loan permanent when he was injured. Like blooming hell, if he stays four and a half years, we're going to win some. <laughs> um, that went well, but he was he was a special talent. I mean, I I could, yeah. He, he was he very was, good. He was a, he was a special talent, and I, I, I agree with why. He, you would think about putting him in this 11. I just think on his day, he could do anything he wanted to. If he was in the right headspace, if you if you had... I mean, look, well, I could... If, this he, is... if, you, if you woke up on the right side of the bed, he would have been easy. He, he could have done anything he wanted. Yeah, and this one's up for negotiation. I could wake up tomorrow... Well, I will wake up tomorrow and go, should have picked Ginola. Yeah. I could wake up the next day and go, uh, Lauren Robert, or could have put Kieran Dyer there, you know. Hmm. It's one of them. I might change my mind before the end of this, but that's what I'm going with at the moment. Um, I think there's a stronger case for Robert than there is Ben Arthur out of the two. Mm, yeah, I don't disagree. But it's my team. So, sure, so shut up. We'll see. We'll see. We'll have, to, we'll have to make a decision on one of the two between the two. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get that towards the end anyway. Uh, two in the middle. You could have picked a lot of players, but I've gone more for a contribution in terms of when they played together, of how well it just worked and just how it gelled. There may be better players, and then probably is better players, but in terms of the two, that just it just worked, and it worked really, really well. By the way, and you got the best out of both of these players for different reasons. And then when the, and when we took on the big boys, not many teams beat us in terms of the big boys when these two are playing in the centre of midfield. I've gone for T.O.T. and Kabai. Now, yeah, I thought that's where you were going. Yeah, and I, I, you will, I know, Sam, there will be other players that you mentioned, and I know there'll be loads and loads of people saying you can't have him, can't have him. By God, T.O.T. against Man United when we won 3-0 at St. James's, I have not seen better performances in a Newcastle shirt in the middle of the park. He was a rash. He was everywhere. Man United were fed up with him. I'm sure I've heard Alan Pardew say that there were big, big clubs after Tiote in that first 12, 18 months. The 4-4 against Arsenal. 
where he played, he scored that unbelievable goal, the goal against Man City, where he should, it should have, he should have scored, and it, for some reason the referee decided for some reason it was offside. It was never offside with Gufranco. <laughs> oh my God, Coutinho, one of the best, best players I've seen at Newcastle in that position. Probably stayed a year too long because his legs, legs were going a little bit. But when him and Kabai were on song, and people forget, I think people forget how good Kabai was at Newcastle at times because the fact that you left and then went to Crystal Palace apart you and you know, Newcastle fans didn't really like Alan Pardew at that time. He was instrumental. He was the, the what was the court in NFL? The, um, the playmaker. He, he was everything start, started from Kabai. And Teo, the quarterback. Is that quarterback what that's, the quarterback, exactly. And then Teo would just clear up. So mm. I ha- and that, that, that's my reason. I'm sure you've probably got two different players, but that's yep. why I've gone for I have. I've got two different players. Um, Bruno yeah. G and Robbie Robbie Lee. Um, of course, you could put Robbie on the right as well. Um, I was torn with putting in Gary Speed and I was also torn with David Batty just because it's David Batty and who doesn't love David Batty? Um, but I mean, them two speak for themselves. Um, oh, 100%. I guess, as, as you've mentioned, as I've mentioned when I was talking about goodbye and Teote, so I knew you would probably pick other players. I had a feeling you were definitely going to choose Rob Lee, and I you know, I don't disagree with the Rob Lee signing at all. I do think he's probably criminally underrated when you look back at Premier League players and when you hear players like Roy Keane that have won Premier League titles galore. And he goes, who was your toughest players? He always seems to mention Rob Lee. And, the, and obviously, his, for him, it's like Vieira, Rob Lee, David Batty. And most of these players, most of them Vieira played for Newcastle as well. So mm. the Bruno one, I think Bruno will end up being a bit like a Botman. I think he will end up definitely being in this 11. And he has done incredible things in his first, just over a year at the club. Again, it's just, it's just how long we keep Bruno. If Bruno, if, if, if there's probably an argument, Sam. If Bruno say left to go to Real Madrid today, he would still make this eleven because he's had such he's made a yeah. massive impact. He would for me. He's he's absolutely phenomenal. He's one of the best players I've ever seen in black and white. Um, yeah, I, I honestly I don't normally again like picking current day players, but I've got three of them in there. Um, none we would have had without this takeover. So. Um, it's 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 exceptional circumstances in a way um, that we've got these players, but yeah, Bruno's just phenomenal. Rob League, we've sat into John All's front room, and he said he was the best signing um, we ever made under Sir John All. Alan Shearer's got him in his um, best eleven that he's, he's played with. All right, he's also got Tim Sherwood, but um, it wasn't a bad player to be fair to him. I'm Premier League winning captain, but. I know he's just for the younger generation. He's just a knob on Soccer Saturday, um, but you know, um, Bruno, phenomenal. Rob Lee, what 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 can you say? Grew up watching him, and just what an unbelievable player, unbelievable midfielder. Um, right mid, changed his game to centre mid. World class. Should have got more England caps. Criminally underrated. He wasn't. Obviously, he he did make appearances for England. Like I say, Sam's mentioned, probably should have got more. But obviously, there was quite a lot of good midfielders at that time for England. But 
again, he should have probably given more of a chance, more of an opportunity because he, he was an outstanding talent. You know, the players off the top of my head, I'm thinking, I think of Lee Clark, who I don't know why Newcastle got rid of him when they did, once he came back and done well in the brief spell that he came back. Um, Jermaine Genus was, I mean, the fact that went, and, no, but not, not, not necessarily deserves to be in this 11, but in terms of what he did, you've got to understand the, the contribution he made was that Newcastle played well. You know, people forget about that. No, he, nine he times probably, out of ten, he was on the bench because he couldn't displace Gary Speed. Well, he, I think he only played for, with Gary Speed for about a year and a half or just over a year. So Gary Speed was Gary Speed's probably got more of a case than Jermaine Genius. I'm not arguing against that. The longevity of Gary Speed and what he did in Newcastle shirt, you know, important goals and important times as well. Because um, you look at some of the, you could argue, players like Emre and Scott Parker had probably better, were better naturally than some of the players we've mentioned, but just didn't work for them really at Newcastle. Emre's um, getting nowhere near us. No, I'm just saying this in terms of natural ability more than anything else. But I just Scott obviously... Parker, we should have never sold when we did. I'll give you that. Not unless, uh, uh, you know, you've got likes of Kevin Nolan, who was brilliant for mm, Newcastle. Yeah, he yeah. Did, and obviously, he was more. He sometimes played it off the, the main striker, and he, I think, he's pretty underrated for what he did. Yeah. Bolton, Newcastle, West Ham—the the clubs we've mentioned there—it's um, it's tough. It's tough. I, I still think if Mr. Sissoko played centre midfield for four seasons when Newcastle said he was shipped out on the right, so I think Mr. Sissoko over the years could have had a few done well. Jorginho Wijnaldum's another midfielder, I'm thinking off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a good one, actually, Wijnaldum. Yeah, so difficult, but I don't disagree. I think I think we've got a good four midfielders that we've chosen on that as the centre mids. Um, but I, I, don't, I don't disagree with what, with what you've put there. I really haven't. We'll discuss, we'll discuss what our combined team will be at the end. Um, on the right, who have you got on this side? Uh, on the right, let's have a look in my mind, Palace. Um, ah, yes. Um, I'm going to play a player in his natural position. I'm going for Nobby Solano. <laughs> because he's a right midfielder. Could have played Kieran Dyer. Could have, could have put Rob Lee out there and shoved um, another a centre mid in there instead. But, I mean, you pretty much made the case for Solano. You've just put him in a complete wrong position. Um, <laughs> intelligence on the ball, quality of delivery. He had everything apart from, he was probably short a yard of pace, but like he told me and you, his intelligence on the, on, on and off the ball more than compensated for that. So, yeah, he gets the nod over Kieran Dyer. Well, you've, all of the players that you've mentioned in this position, the player I've, I've got, you've not mentioned them yet. And he's probably one of Newcastle's greatest ever players. Right. So, I've gone for Peter Beardsley. Mm. I, I, you have, for me, you have to see when you when you hear a lot of people talk about Peter Beardsley, and then when you see what he could do with the ball, and what he did for Newcastle, how can you not put him in this eleven? I don't. I don't disagree with that statement, but at the end of the day, I wouldn't stick him out on the right. Well, I, I, I think you can still get the best out of him in that position. I, I just think for me, when you hear a lot of people say he's the best player I've ever seen in a black and white shirt, before Shearer came along, and people, and some people still say he's the favourite player. 
Peter Beardsley for me has to be in this eleven for what he can do on the ball. And the, and when you've got peak Peter Beardsley, because we're talking about all these players being at their peak and at their best. Yeah. And could you like obviously I've got Teo Ekabai Robert. It's very attacking minded. Teo has got a lot of defensive work to do by the sound of it. Well, but yeah, he's got a lot. Put, of, even if you put, he's got to cover basically the hole in front of the back four because Robert ain't tracking back. Pedro ain't really tracking back. <laughs> Kabai might a bit. Um, but yeah, but I just think I just think with, when so many people have said that, and then when you see some of the stuff that he did in the Newcastle shirt, I just think I just I find it very very difficult. And the amount of goals he come in as well, like goals win games, and oh, I think well goals done. win games. Goals win games, but obviously clean sheets win leagues, and I, I do I do agree with that. But I just think I just find it very very hard not to have him in this in this team. I really don't. Okay. I mean, you're, <laughs> I mean, I mean, your right hand side is just an absolute clusterfuck. But okay. Yeah, <laughs> it is. But I have to. I just had to have Nobby in. I know it's not the the right decision to have him at right back, but I had to have him in. But that's just another another question, another thing for another day. Um, strikers. I think we've both got Shearer. I don't. I don't think that's a gen, genuine surprise. Of course, it's not. No, of course I've got. Yeah, of course I've got Sheeran. He's the greatest he's person captain. alive. He's, he's my captain as well. Sheeran's my captain as well. I should add. Um, it's. I think okay. it's more who who's with him, because again, Newcastle have been blessed with a lot of good strikers over the years. Um, I'll let you start, Sam. Who's up front with Alan Sheeran Shearer in your team? <laughs> You're gonna laugh at this. I'm gonna write. <laughs> You're gonna laugh. You're gonna like this. You ready? Come on, Peter Beardsley. <laughs> <laughs> so Peter Beardsley's definitely making this eleven, but we just don't know where yet. <laughs> Peter Beardsley yeah, is he's, he's up front. The, the the relationship he had with Andy Cole in the early days of the Premier League, amazing. What he can, he, he, like you said, he. How many people have will say that he's the best player that's ever been seen in black and white? Um, yeah, probably just written them down because I've just said his name. No, that was <laughs> that was he was that was my. I think this is the easiest um, one, really. Um, there are obviously lots of honourable mentions like um, Les Ferdinand, Andy Cole, and um, Denver Bar. Uh, you know. But I'm going to mention. Me, I'm going to. Go on, sorry, Sam. No, but for me, it was it, it was obvious, and um, I keep looking at Ben Arfner because I think I've made a mistake. But uh, yeah, you've got to stick with it. <laughs> well, no, I don't have to stick with it. That's, that's but, your Nobby Solano well, for me, anyway. But but Shearer would keep Ben Arfner in check because if he didn't get the crosses in, he would absolutely batter him. Um, so yeah, um, yeah, I think it was one of the most um, obvious picks for me. This isn't a stupid question. It'll sound like a stupid question, but there's a reason why I've asked it when I'm going to talk about my striker with Alan Shearer. Why would Alan Shearer be in your team? What the main, the main reason why he should be in your team? Because he's the best goal scorer the Premier League's ever seen. Good answer. So I've gone for Andy Cole because the amount of goals he scored in a black and white shirt was absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And... Again, underrated because you when you hit when you talk about the best 
Premier League strikers of all time. Andy Cole barely gets a mention. He deserves a mention. The amount of goals he scored for Newcastle United, for Manchester United particularly, is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I think he's either fourth or fifth in the all-time Premier League goal scorers. I think it's only Shearer, Kane and He was second Moon. for a very, very yeah. long time. Yeah, so I, I have... In terms of goals, 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 he has to be in this team. He has to. And I completely get why you put Beatty in, maybe I'm guessing, just slightly off here in a 4 4 2. Do you know what bugs but, me about Cole? Because on the pitch, I can't disagree with anything you've said, but like, there's just not the affinity with Newcastle United with him anymore, is there? He's just Man United through and through. He was at the Car- he, he was at the Carabao Cup final, and he was like in the very much in the Man United and didn't give a flying f about Newcastle. So I don't know. Yeah, very good on the pitch, um, and obviously the other the other half of the strike partnership that I've chosen with with Peter Beardsley. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Honourable mention to Bellamy as well. Him and Shearer worked well together, yeah, even, I- even if Bellamy is a little bugger. I I I absolutely love Bellamy at Newcastle. He's just everything that I wanted to see from a particular player. He, he didn't. He didn't care who. He did. He, he wanted to be on your team rather than being against you. And I know people talk about Bellamy and X, Y, and Z for different reasons, and I completely get that. But when he was on the pitch in Newcastle, my God, the relationship with him and Archie. Just, you just imagine if they, if they got on. If they got on, oh, yeah. But you, that, you don't always need that, though, do you? Because um, you know, like Inzaghi and Shevchenko won. Serie A titles, Champions League titles, they didn't get on. Um, who didn't get on with Man United? Who, who, yeah, I was going to say Andy, uh, Teddy Sheringham and someone. Um, yeah, Andy Cole didn't get on. Um, doesn't 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 have to work off the pitch so long as it works on the pitch. It's always nice to think that it does, but you know. Um, but yeah, it, that's it. The reason why I'm just going to say the reason why I went with Andy Cole in the end. And it still bugs me why we sold them when we did. But Man United probably would be the biggest club in England, some would argue. And they could have had the pick of everybody, really. And they still do to an extent. And they went for him. And they could have gone for literally anybody. And you talk about some of the attacking talent they could have potentially gone for. And they went for Andy Cole. That tells you how good he he is, in in my opinion, anyway. And, you know, what he went to do what he, in terms of winning... Premier League, Champions League, FA Cups. I know it was annoying because it was in a red shirt, not in a black and white shirt. But the amount of goals he scored for Newcastle and that partnership with Peter Beatty, I think I'm sure that 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 actual partnership of goals that hasn't been beaten, or it has been beaten, it's only just been beaten because it's just an insane amount of goals. But I mean, if you put players that, in the correct positions, then you wouldn't have had to put. You'd have just had to have thought of a right back. I know. I was. I, I wanted to put Chip here in, but I just, I just thought because he hadn't been in the club so long, and I just had to have Nobby in somewhere. But I just couldn't put him in the midfield, which is a crying shame. Um, but there, yeah, that's our two teams. So, so I'm quickly read out your team, and then I'll quickly read out mine. And let's, do uh, yeah, let's let's do this. So my ultimate Premier League Newcastle United eleven. Which might change on the left-hand side, but we'll see. Uh, Shea given in goal, right-back Kieran Trippier. Centre-backs Sven Butman and Jonathan Woodgate. Left-back Aaron Hughes. 
right mid, Nobby Solano, friend of the show. Um, in the middle, he knows exactly what we need. We've got Bruno and Robley. On the left, wild card. I've gone for Hatton Ben Arthur. And then up front, Peter Beardsley. And, of course, the one and only Alan Shearer. And my team, I'm just trying to see how many players that we've both got the same, actually. One, two, three. A few, four, but mine five. are in their correct position. Yeah, only one. Um, so, Shea Given in goal, Jose Enrique at left back, Colacini, Woodgate, and Nobby Solano at right back. Midfield of Laurent Robert on the left, Teote and Kabai in the, mid- the centre of midfield with Peter Beatty just on the right hand side with the goal machines of Shira and Andy Cole. Um, so I'll quickly write down <laughs> on another piece of paper. So we've got Given is definitely a goal. We know that. Jonathan yeah. Woodgate is definitely playing centre half for Newcastle United. I will yeah, yield, I will yield Colacini if you give me Aaron Hughes. Uh, yes, I'm happy for that. So Hughes, Colacini. Woodgate. And are we going Trippier so we can push Solano up into his correct position? I'm happy to go with Trippier right back, yes. Because I okay. was, he, was the, he was the first person I was thinking of. I just couldn't in my heart of hearts not have Solano in this team. But I might have to sacrifice that, sacrifice that later on. But we'll see. No, um, I, 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 th- I will give you Robert. Robert deserves to be in on the left. And in my um, if we can take Cole out for Beardsley, we can put Solano on the right. How can we not have Andy Cole on this team? But the thing is, as well, you're going goals. Like Beardsley was obviously a lot older and scored a lot of his goals before the Premier League era. So that's that's why. I, I just don't know how you can't have Andy Cole on this team. Like this, look, look. If I, if I press backspace four times, look, he's gone. <laughs> that time, no, look. I can't. I can't. You can't. We are, and then, and then, and then you we can. can, have, you, can. Like, you can't. You can't. You can't. Have, you, can. you can't. You can because I have the controls. Sam, you were talking about Alan Shearer with two hundred and sixty Premier League goals, right? And you're talking yeah. about Andy Cole with one hundred and eighty-seven Premier League goals. Right? Yeah, but if Beardsley was the same age as Cole, forty-seven. That is four hundred and forty-seven Premier League goals up front in this team. How on earth can you not have Andy right. Cole in that team? Right. Because if if you know if if Peter Beardsley was a bit younger, that's like saying like because Shearer got a load of goals before um, the Premier League started, didn't he, for Southampton? He's only so, like thirty or forty goals. It was like it's probably one. It would have been enough to, to <laughs> it would be enough to put the uh, the journey to bed for for Harry Kane, wouldn't it? So like Peter Beardsley, how many career goals did he score? And I will compare it to Andy Cole. I just... Uh, Peter Beardsley would have scored, obviously. Goals, so, but Peter Beardsley scored 239 career goals, plus... That's in club football, plus nine for England. So, what's that? 248, yeah? Yeah. I'm expecting Cole to be higher, to be honest. Of course you are. <laughs> But Andy Cole, <laughs> but he's not. Uh, Andy Cole got two hundred and twenty-nine goals uh, really? plus plus one for England, 
one for England B and four for England under 21. So that puts him, if I mean, I'm being generous giving you the England B and the under 21's goals. I can't, I, I, I honestly, that, that staggers me that because I would have two, three, five. I thought he would have scored. So he's got 187 goals in the Premier League, and they did play European football for him. And this will swing it. Andy Cole played for Sunderland. Oh, I forgot about that. Did he ever score for them? I don't think he ever scored for them, did he? Oh, I don't know. I don't really care. So I think that seals the deal. All we have to decide is the centre. Yeah. I, 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 I. because of the fact he played for Sunderland is the reason why I will go. We'll, we'll put Beatty up front. We'll just just off Shearer, just off Shearer. Yeah, we'll, yeah, have, yeah. we'll have we'll have we'll have Nobby on the right, but that's the only reason. <laughs> um, I, I I I just can't. I I can accept Bruno. <laughs> I can't accept not having one of them in my midfield. Be thick. I'm sorry. You, you can you, you can make the decision, but one or two A and Kabaya is going with Bruno, and it's not going to be Rob Lee. You can't have right. Okay, that in that case, Rob Rob Lee has to be in there. He's got to be in there ahead of Solano. No, no, not Rob Lee, Rob Lee was a better player than Nobby Solano. Sorry, Nobby, I love you. No, no, not not on the right. Oh, you're showing your age. No, not on the right. I'm sorry. Not showing right your age. Right. There are people sent in the midfield. Sent in the midfield. Fair enough. 100. percent It's not because have the odd game in the middle. You are going to get so much hate in the comments from people that are, are over 35. You are. Rob Rob Lee was brilliant on the right, but he not as good as. How do you know? What do we have to know? You didn't. You never saw him play wide right. Well. You're not old enough. How? 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 You don't have a video. Not, you no, don't have a. You don't I'm have not, a VHS player. I'm not, I'm not having it. I'm not having it. I'm not having it. I'm not having it. I, I, you cannot we, have. How can we ask? Solano on the right. How can we ask guests every week? Oh, who's better, Bruno or Rob Lee? If we then like put Kabay in there, we who's can't like, put. We can't not have. One of Caballero in for how, what they did for Newcastle. I'm sorry for a season I'm and a s- bit. No, it was a bit more than that. It was two seasons, but wow. still, I uh, you, you, Bruno's only been on for, for, for twelve months, and I know he's been bringing singing song every week. But you're talking about thirty years worth of midfielders that we've got, yeah. I'm not. Uh, you, can, right. you can choose, but I'm, no, no, one of no, 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 right. Cabal is definitely being in that middle of the park. Well, well, right. Okay, let's simplify it. Who's a better player, Tiote or Bruno? Different players, but Bruno. Who's a better player, Rob Lee or Kabai? Yeah, that's the sound, no, ladies I, I and gentlemen, of Johnny no, knowing no. he's wrong, and I'm no, right. It's, it's, I, I, I would rather have Kabai in my team, is what I'm trying to say. I would rather have Kabai. I'm not saying Rob Lee was a poor player for Newcastle at all. I'm not. But I think Kabai was I think Kabai was a good player. I think what Kabai did for Newcastle's brain, what Rob Lee did for Newcastle was brilliant. But I just think Kabai was a really, really good player. And I know I'll get hate for it. 
I will get hate for it, but I'm trying to. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not because you're trying to put Rob Lee over Solana on the right, and we've and you've been arguing about Andy Cole. No, I'm trying to Andy put Rob Lee. 187 Premier League goals. Andy Cole's he scored for Newcastle in the Premier League, and you're going now. We're not having him. Because he played for Sunderland, and most of them goals he scored were for Manchester United. But how many goals did he score for Newcastle when he was at Newcastle? More than everyone bar Shearer and Beardsley, I would have thought. Yeah, because that's why we've gone for Beardsley. And you could put Beardsley would just be as effective, well, maybe slightly less effective, but just on the right-hand side. We could have easily got this all sorted, and I probably would have been a bit more favourable in terms of the middle of midfield, but not having it. Uh, but you're wrong. I disagree. Yeah, but no, no right, but okay. we, we were always going to disagree, Sam. We were always going to disagree. You, we could have, we could have Lee doing this show, and he would have a completely different opinion. <laughs> right. Let's 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 let the listeners or what viewers decide. No, no, we're not having it. We're not having that. Why? 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 No, which is why I yielded. How many times? Without... How, many times how, many times how many times did Ben Arthur put crosses in? As opposed to putting Solano right back. With the greatest of respect, Solano at right back over Ben Arthur left and the left wing when Ben Arthur is very more central minded. It's a bit different. He wasn't. And you're asking He's... Ben Arthur to go and give crosses for Shearer. Yeah. Shearer wouldn't get any foot. crosses at all. <laughs> which is why I yielded and gave you Robert. <laughs> I'll just take Cole and Beardsley out and put Cliver in. <laughs> Look, we were always going to disagree eventually. And we've disagreed on not even getting a combined 11, let's be honest. But that's the beauty of football. Everyone's got an opinion. Everyone's got a, everyone's going to agree to disagree for, for other reasons, X, Y, and Z. But that is why <laughs> this was never going to work. But we were going to do it eventually. Uh, we've always had this in the plans to make this as a Green and Mullen show special for, for this Uh combined Premier League 11 and we still can't agree on one there will be reasons for reasons against but that is exactly what will happen but I think it's about time we end this group in a moment show before me and Sam get into a fight online <laughs> in regards to Newcastle's best Premier League 11 of all time because we could be here till next week and Newcastle probably have football matches in between me and Sam talking so we want to watch them and then argue about I don't know I don't know why Callum Wilson isn't scoring goals at the minute. Who knows? We'll be maybe discussing that at a later date. But Sam, it's, I was going to say it's been a pleasure, but it's been hard work. <laughs> yeah, never mind. We'll have a we'll have a fight later. <laughs> what we might do, what we might have to do, we, what we might have to do, we might have, have a fight. Guess, have a fight, yes, have a fight. What we might have to do is when we get a, we'll get a guest, and we'll get them just to pick a bad Newcastle. Okay, I'm going to ring. Warren, uh, Warren Barton now and say that's unfair Warren Barton didn't play Who, who's, who's better Warren Rob Lee or Johan Kabai and he'll go this isn't even a question why are you ringing me no but my question would be as well who deserves it? would you would you drop someone that scored almost 200 Premier League goals for Peter Beardsley who played amazing and still put him on, and still put him on your team on the right hand side for Nobby Solana 
Right, we, right. Let's end because we're going to just go around in circles and keep <laughs> we'll agree, arguing. We'll agree, we will agree to disagree, but I think that's very unfair that you're bringing Warren into this. <laughs> he doesn't deserve this. <laughs> He's too busy. <laughs> but yeah, big thanks to everybody that does listen to the podcast. We've had a lot of good feedback recently, especially with the recent uh, one of the most recent podcasts with Charlotte Potts as well. So we do thank you very much for uh, for listening. And I'm sure you'll be telling me that I'm wrong and telling Sam that he's wrong and that I'm right and that Sam's right because that's just the way it is when it comes to football and Newcastle United. But yes, thoroughly enjoyed it as much as I say I didn't. But uh, Sam, where can everyone listen to this podcast? Links are in the description. Please listen, download, rate five stars. We'll be back for more podcasts soon, probably with less debate. Probably not. Probably more debate about different things. But we'll see what happens in the future anyway. Thanks for listening if you've been listening on the podcast. And thanks for watching if you do watch this video on YouTube. Greatly appreciate it. We'll see you all very soon. Newcastle Fans TV.